Yeah, essentially it is uh, three provinces. Uh, the first province is KZN, the second one is uh, Eastern Cape, and then in Gauteng, uh, on the same day today, will be the National March, which incorporates Mpumalanga, the surrounding provinces around Gauteng, that will be Mpumalanga, Limpopo, uh, Northwest, and, and Free State, so those will be flocking in centrally to, to Gauteng. Now, the march itself is really to, to raise the plight of more than a thousand unemployed doctors in the country who, uh, you know, as you all know, uh, this South African healthcare system is really plunged into a crisis and uh, you can't then have doctors sitting at home when we know that uh, we've got a very, very strained doctor-to-patient ratio and we know that uh, these doctors and their services and expertise are really required and needed by community and by our people. So we need these doctors to be in the clinics and in the hospital servicing our people. And that's really what the plight is mm. about. It's not only about just the unemployment of doctors, but it's about a failing healthcare system that needs these expertise. Mm. That being said, why do you then think the health department is failing to absorb these uh, your members despite the country's critical shortage of doctors? Well, I think uh, the, the, the situation speaks for itself uh, because... The mere fact that you've got a thousand doctors sitting at home will tell you that the, the, the department is failing to, to appoint these doctors. Remember, it is our view that uh, uh, health, uh, in fact, uh, it's a factual view that uh, health is a basic human right. Now, if you're going to have a thousand doctors as a government sitting at home, and yet we know the situations in the clinics and in the hospitals where our people have to queue for over four to five hours just to see a healthcare professional and to be prescribed with Panado. That situation is untenable in a country such as ours where the situation is devastating and horrifying out there. After completion of the doctor's community service, isn't it solely their responsibility to apply for these positions at the various hospitals under the jurisdiction of the provincial departments of health or in the private health sector? Precisely the point we're making, I'm glad you asked that question, and I'm going to go back and say a government has got a constitutional responsibility to provide and render health care services. And if you agree with me there, and we are saying to you, Here's a doctor who's been trained over the years, and the government itself invests a lot of money in the training of a healthcare practitioner. Now, you've got a doctor who's been trained, who now sits idle. I, as a number one, they go into the private sector, open a GP practice only for those who've either got medical aid or who can pay. Now, that is a mere 10% of the population. The 90% of our people cannot have access to private health care. They simply cannot afford it, and they do not have the medical aid to assist them to go into those facilities. So they're only literally are confined to the public health care. And they're in uh, their, their options. They're very limited. Now, the problem, which, which is what we, we, we lament, is that the people that preside over the public health care system in this country, they themselves do not subscribe to it. And as a result, you'd see that an HOD or a minister or a director has medical aid. They themselves know that when they, they, they need health care, they will go to a private facility. They will be seen by a doctor. In fact, when they've got a headache, they'll be sent to a specialist, a neurologist. When they've got a bit of a chest pain, they get sent to a cardiologist. But the bulk of our people, the 90%, get confined to the public facilities, and there's no doctor. Mm. What do you that think? Is mm-hmm. What do you think the outcome of this march will will have? Because will it have an impact, perhaps, on or sought to disrupt health services today, or is it to de- to demand that somebody answer your question? 
the, the intention can never be from doctors to describe the very services that they advocate for. So, so from the outset, that can never be the intention. Ours is to raise the plight of not only the unemployed doctors, but the poor and marginalized in receiving the health care that they deserve. So we are raising this debate. We are bringing this to government itself to say this situation can no longer continue. We've got to find a solution. We've got to deal with it now. And that's really the critical aspect of this movement of this march to say we must have a solution. These doctors must be placed and we must begin to improve health care. If really we envisage this NHI, NHI that is coming, it cannot be in a situation where you've got doctors sitting at home and yet our people are put to a situation where they've got no access to, to any doctor. I thank you so much for your time, Samatu General Secretary, Dr. Cedric Sislangu. Now, for more on this, we're joined on the line by Dr. Percy Mashlati, the Deputy Director General for Hospital Services at the Department of Health. Doctor, very good morning to you and welcome. A good morning to you, sir, and to all the listeners. Well, three provinces will see marches to the health department. What is your department's standpoint about today's planned march by the doctors to your offices in these provinces? Well, uh, we cannot say no to a right that people have to march. I think what we are concerned about are the challenges that uh, I think we all see regarding our public health services. And our attempts really are to make sure that in everything we do, we, we improve not just only the quality, but the the extent of access to the health services that are provided. So the Samadu will march, and uh, from the national department point of view, we, uh, we will... Uh, I believe that uh, they will be submitting a memorandum. We'll have a look at that memorandum and uh, see how best we respond. But tell me, the big question here is, why is the health department not able to absorb these medical professionals despite understaffing at the country's health facilities? Well, I... Two days ago, I made a, I, I was actually asked a similar question by your sister, radio station Shabowanen, and I made a simple, uh, you know, analogy that you cannot employ somebody in your household and afterwards say, hey, I'm sorry, I don't have money to pay you. The issue is that we are understaffed. We need doctors. I'm surprised now that uh, the list is 1,000. Just last week it was 200 and something. Now it's 1,000. The the, the issue is that health services are underfunded. We depend on budgets that get allocated by the national treasury. And you cannot employ people in public service and you don't have money to pay them. So that is why... If you look, there's been a lot of debate about changing our health system. What your previous, uh, you know, uh, 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 colleague just now said about the need for for better planning and all that's exactly what we're doing. He mentioned the national health insurance as a new way of funding the health system in the country. That's precisely the reason that uh, approach has been taken by government because the, the, the approach that we've had over the years has not worked. So clearly, uh, we would like to employ more 
But for those who are doing internship and community service, we place them unless they themselves, a, a, a doctor says, now look for this year, I want to take off. After community service, it is the responsibility of each to seek employment. So what we are trying to do, we've actually tried to meet some of our friends that give us a list of those people that you say are your members and are unemployed. They send us a list of about 286 people. That is why I'm surprised now mm-hmm. this has a thousand. So we've got a responsibility also to share to the public openly, transparently, but the truth yes. and not distort issues.